Excuse me. Uh, and from their brilliant debut album, Hope Downs, following off a couple of excellent EPs as well. Now, a few years back, uh, Deadpool came out, which was um, lauded by critics, hugely acclaimed and hugely successful, possibly at the time the highest-grossing R-rated film of all time. And I hated it. Um, I thought that it solely got all of the attention it got because of what a one-note joke, which was that he told rude jokes, and that was it. And I was bored of that after about 15 minutes. The flip side of that, it was it had a really weak story, and the more the movie progressed, it, it went from that opening premise of racy humour to focusing on a very, very weak story. So I held out no hope at all. For Deadpool 2. Now, uh, this time around they've got a different director and he's a very interesting one indeed. He's a stuntman, but he's actually got a pretty good resume as far as movies goes. He was the uncredited co-director of the first John Wick film and the executive producer of the second. Um, And he uh, directed Atomic Blonde last year, which I thought was really rather good actually. And uh, next year, he's got Hobbs and Shaw, which is a spin-off to Fast and Furious. So he's got some big movies, and they're pretty decent big-budget movies as well. Uh, This time around, it begins with um, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool character, who's a superhero, disfigured superhero, um, who's completely indestructible. His limbs grow back if he he gets hurt and stuff like that, Um, due to the usual shenanigans. I can't remember if it was falling in a chemical vat or something like that. Um, he's working as a uh, sort of like a, a mercenary hitman, but his targets are all evil people. Um, and he's he's been doing that for a couple of years with his fiance, and he misses one of his targets, and uh, that target ends up killing his fiance, which sends him spiraling into absolute depression. And he tries to kill himself. Uh, he blows himself up, blows his limbs everywhere. And one of the X-Men come along and um, puts him back together physically, literally puts him back together and he grows back together. So to kind of, I don't know, work through his period of grief, he decides to join up with the X-Men. And um, one of their first tasks is the uh, the character of Firefist or Russell Collins, who's played by the wonderful Julian Dennison, who's appeared again. He was in a movie a couple of... Uh, months back that I reviewed, I can't remember what it is, he's a kid from Hunt for the Wilder People, he keeps turning up in these films, it may have even been more recent than that, I've got a feeling I remember talking about him, he was great as the kid opposite Hugo Weaving, he turns up as this um, kid here who's got extraordinary powers, very destructive powers with fire, and he's at an orphanage uh, to try and lessen powers and trying to lessen the bad behaviour of these orphan mutants um, that have got incredible abilities. But it comes clear during the police standoff, which uh, Ryan Reynolds is a party to, that the staff at the orphanage have been abusing the boy. And in horror, uh, Ryan Reynolds... <coughs> excuse me. Ryan Reynolds' character, as Deadpool, takes out the, um, the head of the orphanage, murders him. Um, and him and the boy... Uh, Fire Fist are both arrested by the police and slung into the jail. Obviously one of these supernaturally tough to get out of jails. In comes the unbelievable... It's just, everyone's saying it's the summer of Brolin. Yet again, after Star Wars, after Avengers Infinity War, 
Jeff, Josh Brolin is back again. I can't get enough of Josh Brolin, but he does have to wonder if he's spreading himself thin. And the story's got a bit of a Terminator vibe to it because he's come back from the future where the Fire Fist character has become this megalomaniac who'd killed his family and he's causing destruction on the Earth. So he's come back in time to kill the kid before the kid becomes this, this psychotic entity. And he's the evil villain at first, but it becomes quite apparent that he's actually not an evil villain. He's trying to stop one being created. But the character of Deadpool won't let him kill his kid. He, he wants the kid to have a chance not to embark on this path. So that, they become sort of like enemies, but not from the normal standpoint of you know two, a villain squaring off with a hero. Two different um, ways of dealing with the problem. And um, basically, he, that causes the jailbreak between everyone and, and uh, Ryan Reynolds' character and... Uh, what's his name again? Julian Dennison's character both escape from the jail. And Dennison's character becomes incredibly embittered after he overhears the Deadpool character saying that he basically doesn't really care about him. And that makes him team up with this very, very good version of the character Juggernaut, which... Uh, what was the footballer's name that played him in the original X-Men movies? Vince? I can't remember what his name is. A very famous footballer, a very clumsy actor as well. Um, this time around, the Juggernaut character is really phenomenal. Massive and very sort of frightening as well. And they team up to eventually become this megalomaniacal force on Earth. And the rest of the movie is progressing to basically Josh Brolin teams up with Deadpool... Uh, and they both still have these sort of differing ideas. But Deadpool sort of convinces him to give him a chance to get the kid to turn away from the dark side. It's a much better story than the first one. It is kind of derivative of films like The Terminator, where people are going backwards in time to stop events in the future. But it's handled well. And I thought they are, there's much less reliant on what did i think of it i liked it a lot i mean i i didn't like the original at all barely worth a once through um this time around i thought there was a lot more breathing going on there wasn't it wasn't just like one x-rated joke followed by another followed by a sequence followed by another um it's much better directed the action sequences in it are really good the story is strong the characters are strong you know it's good having josh and ryan reynolds who's always appealing i love him as an actor anyway and he's just not wisecracking all the time. And, and anyone that wisecracks all the time, as he did in the first one, gets on my nerves a lot. Uh, I haven't seen it, but apparently there's a very funny end credit sequence where um, Josh Brolin's character goes back in time to stop Ryan Reynolds becoming the Green Hornet, which is a much maligned film. Um, there's an awful lot to like here. It's, it's, it's David Leach is showing himself to be a, short, a really short pair of hands. I mean, compare him to someone like Michael Bay with the same amount of blunderbuss and explosions and special effects. There's a lot more heart to this film. The characters' motivations are convincing. And they and he narrows it down to that, I thought, a, a strong central concept. You've got a character who's just a kid who's been abused. He's going to do horrible things in the future. One character wants to stop that happening by killing him, and the other won't lose hope on him. And I thought that was a good central premise. I really liked it. Um, I couldn't really fault much about the film, really. I wouldn't say it was absolute top tier, you know, up there with, say, F Thor 3 or whatever. <clears throat> but then those Avengers movies have got 
very, very established. You know, over 20 movies, they've got... The characters in those films are so well established that they can use it as shorthand. They can get go through a lot more in the course of the movie. And the fact this doesn't is much, much for its benefit. It's much stronger for focusing on a, on a limited story as far as scope goes. And as far as the extra characters that always invade these movies goes as well. It's really only the main sort of squad. Um, and I thought it resolved itself quite poignantly as well. Is there much difference between Brolin's character, Thanos, and this one? In some ways, no. I mean, really, Thanos was killing people because he wanted to save the universe, and here you've got a character that wants to kill someone to save the world. So probably not a massive difference. But I really enjoyed this, um, and I think David Leitch is, is shown himself to be an excellent, excellent director for this kind of film. So I'm going to give... Was there anything else I wanted to say about it? I noticed that there was a death during filming, which is quite sad. A, a famous female stunt woman uh, died in a, in a stunt in the film, which... Uh, oh, no, she died in a motorcycle accident. But um, that would have hurt the director because he was a very famous stuntman, award-winning stuntman as well. So that must have hit home for him. Um, but I'm going to give Deadpool 2 an easy 7.5 out of 10. Um, a much, much, much improved film on the first one. 